listeners, my name is Caroline and here with Taylor. Welcome back to Talking with Thunderbirds. This is a new year and a new class. This is episode 6, Sports Hero. In class, we are learning about Harriet Tubman. She is a real-life superhero. She helped lots of slaves escape from slavery. So speaking of heroes, we actually have a superhero with us today. We usually see him zipping around tuba. Kyle Samatuku is a Boston qualifier. So Kyle, tell us about yourself. Hello, good morning. Uh, I would just like to address, uh, I want to say thank you, and it's, it's an honor and a pleasure to be here for you guys giving me the opportunity to be here. So honestly, it's going to be a good day, and yeah, so um, my name is Kyle Sumatsukuku. I am a member of the Hopi tribe. I am Corn Clan. My mom and dad are, Le- uh, my mom and dad are Rebecca and Leroy Sumatsukuku. Um, I am 23 years old, but I don't look like it. <laughs> and then I am currently a junior in college and also um, I live in the village of Monkopi, just right across the highway and I am from the village of Masangabi, generally known as Second Mesa that's going towards East 264 about maybe 70 miles away so yeah so thank you okay where did you grow up um I grew up, I was born and raised in the village of Moinkopi, even though I'm originally from the village of Mosangavi, generally known as Second Mesa. But the reason why I got relocated out here in, in Moinkopi is because my grandmother and my mother, they married my grandpa and my dad, who are members from the Moinkopi village. So, you know, I got relocated out here and I was born and raised out here. And, um, you know, I didn't really grow too much in the depth of Hopi, you know, and so it's it's really unique, you know, honestly, um, and it's I love it, you know, and Tuba City as well, you know, I've been, I went to school at Tuba City High School, so, you know, I enjoy it. Okay. Um, where'd you go to school? Um, grade school, I went to the Monkabee Day School. And I came here for my for my middle uh, my junior high school was here at the humble abode uh, TV City boarding school. So I am a TV City boarding school alumni. <laughs> and um, after that, I went to school at TV City High School, and I am a 2015 graduate from TV City High School. So I am a warrior. So yeah. <laughs> Okay, now we're going to ask you some running questions. Okay. Um, we read that you won the Shiprock Marathon. Um, did you think you would win? Honestly, you know, um, that was my first time ever running the Shiprock Marathon, and I was really scared. I was, I was just in fear. I was in, in doubt. I was in confusion because... Be, before, when I heard about Shiprock Marathon, I wanted to run it, but I didn't think I was ready. So, you know, I was like, okay, maybe I'll give it another try. I'll give it another go. I'll, I'll make sure I'll be prepared. And the goal was to win the race. And honestly, you know, I prepped myself, you know, just making sure like everything's gonna be okay and, you know, and like I said, I was I was just scared just to run the Shiprock Marathon because the Shiprock Marathon was such a huge gig, and knowing that it was out 
in New Mexico because I never been to the New Mexico area. I never raced in the New Mexico area. So it was a whole lot of first going on for me. And, you know, and honestly, it was it was a it was a grateful experience, you know. It was just something mm -hmm. new for me that I would never I would never thought of, you know. But I wanted to make sure I was ready and just have a good time and enjoy it, you know. <laughs> what did you think about during the run and after? Oh man. <laughs> during the run, um it was the same concept when I was getting ready uh, to race in the Shiprock Marathon, you know. When it comes to training, you know, you have some race jitters and just constant overthinking. And, you know, it's, you know, it's like, it's perpetually some like good and bad habits for a runner, you know. And then it's like for not only running, but for anything else, you know, if you're going to be a musician, you got a big recital coming up, you know, you will come into one of those uh, constant, constant thoughts, you know, and honestly, it's just, it was, it was, like I said, it was just something that I was in fear, but, you know, you got to conquer your fears. I set the goal and I just remained focused. I kept my composure. And, you know, every morning before I go on my morning run, I would pray to to the sun, knowing that everything's going to be okay, knowing that my supporters are behind me. And whoever sees me run out into the city, you know, they're always seeing me running. And I'm pretty sure they're thinking the same way, like, hey, that kid's going to be fine. Whatever upcoming events he's going to do, he's going to be fine. So, And, you know, during the run, it was... I was in constant just overthinking because when I first did my first marathon, my very first marathon debut was back in 2017 in Gulf Shores, Alabama. Of course, Gulf Shores, Alabama is so humid because it's right next to the beach. And you know, and it's so dry out here. You know, it was, it was a big difference with uh, weather climate. And honestly, running 26.2 miles in Gulf Shores, Alabama, it's so humid, it's so green out there, and you know, it's, yeah, it, it, it felt like a swamp. So, you know, that big fear during that time in Gulf Shores, Alabama, when I qualified for a marathon, NIA, NAIA Marathon Nationals, that was my first time ever running a half marathon out there. And um, I did train as well, but you know, I got dehydrated and I didn't make it on through finishing the full marathon out in Gulf Shores, Alabama. And that kind of like scarred me a little bit, you know. Um, I got pulled out of uh, mile 18. I just, my body was just tired because I made the mistake of not intaking water because when you intake water and running for that long, it's gonna revive your muscles and it's mm -hmm. gonna revive your oxygen uh, blood flow. So, you know, that was my first time ever um, running a full marathon until after that time, when it came to Shiprock, mm -hmm. that's when I came into relapse during that bad time. And, you know, it was just, I kept thinking about it, kept thinking about it, and I was like, no, Kyle, you can't do that. It's not gonna happen, you're ready. And honestly, you got these people right behind you. They're supporting you and just, just stick to 
to the daily routines of prepping for the marathon. And honestly, you know, the outcome of it, it was, it was great, you know. It was just mm-hmm. something that was unexpected. And honestly, the prayers, the, the whole prayers and aspect contributing to running 26.2 miles was thinking positive, you know, just, just everything's going to be okay, you know, just the, let's, let's brush, brush away those fears and doubts during my run, you know, mm-hmm. and I thought about some, I thought about my family, I thought about my grandmother, she was there as well, and my uncle with his wife, she was there as well, and um, my aide, she was there as well, and, you know, it was just, I thought about that, and um, you know, I thought about home, mm-hmm. running through to the city and running through the village, and then I thought about my dog, Bandit, <laughs> and then he always would run side by side with me in the neighborhood, and I thought about, you know, just all my supporters, and, you know, it was just, it just kept my momentum and my pride just making anything, everything will be in a positive aspect, and the outcome would be great, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you go to celebrate anywhere after the run? Um, um, yeah, um, I celebrated with my, um, my folks, my mom and my other mom and my uncle and his wife. And, you know, it was just a really good small celebration. You know, I was just truly humble about it. But, you know, um, we went to uh, Golden Corral and I ate ice cream and some sweets because <laughs> running 26.2 miles is something that <laughs> I want. I, w- I got hungry, you know. Um, uh-huh. I was intaking the supplements and then, you know, I was just craving for some sweets, just like ice cream and brownies and whatnot. But that was my own small celebration of of um, my victory. So it was just ice cream and brownies and sweet stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, I read about how you are a Boston qualifier. What does that mean? Um, being Becoming a Boston qualifier for my age category, I'm 23 years old, you have to hit three hours flat in the marathon. Once you, if you hit uh, a little more than three hours flat, that means you qualified. But if you hit three hours flat, you still qualified. But if you miss three hours flat, like if it's like a 3.01 or 3.05, that means uh, you gotta have the holy people on your side, making sure you cross your fingers, making sure you qualified. But uh-huh. you know, um, my time was uh, 2.48.08, so I was just really un- unaware and I was unexpected that I did qualify for the Boston Marathon. And I was pretty stoked about it, and you know, I, it was my like I said, it was just a first time going on for me. So you know, I was kind of out of the loop. So, but then again, um, yeah, it's just you just have to punch your ticket in and make sure you hit the standard, and then it's all divided into age categories. Like I'm 23 years old, and then for Mr. Riggs, mm-hmm. he's like about I don't know how old how old he is, but he has his own time frame where he has to hit so for him to able to be uh, qualified for the Boston Marathon so uh-huh. you know it just depends on your age category yeah. <laughs> um, when will that be uh, the Boston qual- uh, the Boston Marathon will be held on April 20th of 2020 in Boston Massachusetts um, I'm not too sure what, what specific area <laughs> I had to do my research <laughs> what does your training look like right now 
Um, right now, um, in the beginning of time, um, I had to evolve into my fitness. So I started out small and I began to um, set myself a good foundation and a base mm-hmm. where I'm well conditioned and making sure that that fitness is well maintained where I don't overdo the fitness of going into the going into doing the marathon the full marathon so you know you got to make sure it's well maintained and well elevated but mm. for now you know my body has matured beyond with within fitness wise as much as I get as much as you get older you become more stronger so I'm mm. kind of like a late bloomer my fitness is was pretty like wanky back then when I was in the high school but until now, as I got older and I got more mature, um, my fitness now is uh, I run 100 miles a week, six days wow. a week, and one day off. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever get sore after a run? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, after like after like my workouts, those are very crucial, or either or uh, a progression run or even during my long runs, my long runs will go between 18 to 19 miles or 20 miles max, that's it. <laughs> so you gotta, it's, it's a lot of miles. So overall, I am constantly sore, I am constantly exhausted, you know, but recovery days, when it comes to recovery days, I take it very easy, you know, just to make sure I flush out through previous workouts or the previous long runs and my from my legs and make sure like, my body is a temple, so you gotta treat it with some, some delicacy and make sure everything is fine and uh-huh. you can run as much as you want, as long <laughs> as you take care of your body. What age did you start running? Uh, I started running when I was probably, it's, it's, it's a long time, but uh, I have, maybe I was at least five, maybe six years old or so. Uh-huh. But I was in first grade when I started running, wow. and that was at the Mokubi Day School. So I was a I was a tiny little guy. <laughs> um, what made you want to run? Honestly, um, my parents made me made me made me do it. I mean, uh, I didn't really uh, like it. I didn't know the whole art of running back then, you know. And honestly, I just had fun and enjoyed it, and just enjoying my fruitful youthful years just enjoying my youth overall and just having fun and honestly yeah i would walk i didn't know anything about uh competition (laughs) back then so i i would during a race back at the day school i would wait for my teammates and we'll be far away in the back we will walk and we will talk and then all right let's go and then my folks will be waiting for me at the finish line and then they'll be like wondering where's kyle and then they'll and then you'll be like, hey, how come you didn't beat all the other runners? I was like, oh, I was waiting for my friend. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you eat before you run? Um, I eat like a, a slight light breakfast, you know, just as long as I have something in my gut where I don't feel so nauseous during my run because I'm running so many miles and I do get hungry during my runs and it kind of sounds weird that my my belly would like gr- like growl during my <laughs> run so you know that's when i haven't ate but you know it's always important to have like a slight uh maybe a light breakfast so 
my morning routine when I step out the door and I go for a run, I would eat uh, a light bowl of uh, oatmeal. I would go crazy with it. I would be creative as what I can put in my oatmeal. So I get oatmeal and then I pour it in a bowl and then I'll pour almond milk in there. Uh -huh. um, I'm not really a fan of uh, the real milk because of my taste. And then uh, I will put like a shredded, uh, shredded wheat biscuit. Mm -hmm. It's it's a cereal and it's kind of like a like a wheat biscuit. So I put that in my oatmeal and then once my oatmeal is hot, I'll mix that in and then I'll put like a little bit of honey in there. And just being as crazy as you want, you know, just be creative and whatever fills me up and I'll have a I'll have black coffee because um, I'm usually tired getting <laughs> rolling out of bed and then going for a run so and yeah in the banana because potassium is always good for runners and overall for other athletes as well and a granola bar yeah. <laughs> do you have to eat healthy before before a run? oh yeah definitely because you know healthy foods have good fats mm -hmm. and you know they have iron iron produces more blood flow and blood cells mm -hmm. so that gives you more oxygen and you know it just gives you a good burst of energy like you know like if you have a if you have a long day ahead of you i'm pretty sure like especially you kids mm -hmm. you guys gonna have breakfast in your body in your gut and make sure you take on the day and whatever task you have to take care of you know just you know yeah so mm -hmm. eating healthy is always good <laughs> we are both um we both run cross country and we are joining wrestling what advice do you have for us as athletes overall <clears throat> you know just enjoy it i mean enjoy the fitness enjoy what your coach trains you and you know just don't be an an egomaniac you know always mm -hmm. be humble and then trust your training you know your day in day out clockwork you're putting in the work you're running so many laps you're doing so many push-ups, so many uh, sit-ups, pull-ups, whatever you desperate, desperately need in becoming a good athlete. Uh -huh. So, you know, it's all about the little things, you know, you gotta stretch after your workout and drink plenty of water, eat healthy, and have nine to 10 hours of sleep because you, like I said, you gotta treat your body as a temple. Mm -hmm. You know, you gotta get your Z's you know, and wake up for the next day feeling refreshed because after a hard day of, um, after a hard day of a workout, you gotta absorb that workout. When you have downtime, you know, so lightly stretch in front of your TV, drink plenty of water just to flush out the, the bad stuff from the previous workout because you're gonna feel a bit sore. You're gonna feel that lactic acid in your in your muscles, and then you're uh -huh. gonna be like kind of like the Tin Man where you need some oil in your joints you know what i mean yeah but other than that enjoy it and you know and don't like i said don't be an egomaniac because don't be like you're better than all the others because you're they're your teammates and then you guys build chemistry within each other knowing that you guys can trust you trust each other and you guys feed off of each other knowing that hey i can push my teammate he can push mm -hmm. me and i got his back and it's just all about accountability and yeah that's maybe the best advice i can give you and yeah and always thank your parents because i know your parents are always driving you in the early a.m just to catch the bus before a cross country meet or a wrestling meet but enjoy it and have fun with it and be an inspiration you know <laughs> mm -hmm.
Okay. Now we're gonna ask you like just questions. Never okay. any questions. <clears throat> and first one is, what is your favorite superhero and why? Oh gosh, I've been waiting for this question to be asked from you guys. <laughs> okay. Um, my favorite action-packed superhero. I told Mr. Hosting this the other day, but he was pretty, pretty impressed. But uh, my action-packed su- favorite action-packed superhero is the 1994. The Crow. Have you guys seen it? Yeah. And it's pretty vintage. It was that movie is like probably older than you guys until now. But yeah, he's he's the Crow is such like a he's like a natural Avenger. And honestly, if you uh, put the Batman and then you put Alice Cooper, you know, uh-huh. the rock and roll musician is, and if you collaborate them together, you come up with the Crow. So. And secondary, uh, my my real life superhero will be my dad, and honestly, he's a one of a kind dude, and he teaches me everything about valuable lessons about Hobi culture, uh-huh. showing humility with my running, and honestly, you know, he's just a hardworking guy, and you know, he's very unique, and he has his simple ways as a like a Hobie man and honestly he fulfills those virtues virtues and values of being a good role model to me and where he can pass the torch to me and carry on the torch and share it within the community so that's he's my real life superhero but the crow and my father (laughs) (laughs) um do you eat piccadillies oh yeah um (laughs) I, I had one back in high school, that was the only time, but uh, we, would have a, we would have a Piccadilly stand in my neighborhood, I'm pretty sure, you know, <laughs> and then uh, recently, my good buddy, and my, my good buddy of mine, Dwayne, uh, we ran a race, a 5k race uh, here in Tupac City during the Western, Western Navajo Fair weekend, and uh-huh. you know, we... We had a good race, we enjoyed it, and then we were talking in the car, and then we are like, hey, we should get a Piccadilly just for a small reward because we <laughs> ran in a race. And, you know, uh, sadly, we didn't get a Piccadilly because they weren't open, or they were <laughs> selling somewhere else. So, you know, we just had to settle with carnival food. But Piccadillys, I would eat it again, but oh. it, it has to be an award <laughs> for me, <laughs> a treat. What's your favorite food? My favorite food? Um, I'm very open-minded about um, all kinds of food. I mean, I don't have a specific favorite food, but my go-to is, of course, pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and then I like pasta, It's and I like a Japanese cuisine. I like Hopi food, I like Navajo food. My I think my favorite Navajo food would be uh, Navajo burgers. <laughs> and I'm not... I haven't tried a mutton sandwich for a long time. I don't know how it would taste, but like I said, it has to be like a treat for me. Like I have to earn it. But huh. other than that, yeah, my favorite go-to food is uh, pizza. <laughs> <laughs> um, so who inspires you and why? Honestly, that's a good question. Um, right now and the beginning of my running, as when I matured 
honestly, everyone inspires me, whoever has whatever they're passionate about. So right now, as we speak, you guys in this classroom and you giving me the opportunity of this interview, you guys inspire me. And yeah. that puts another chip on my shoulder because honestly, you guys are unique. As they say, the kids are the future. And you guys, you guys have so much like skills, knowledge, and so something so empowering up your sleeves, knowing that you guys can be creative, reflective, and honestly flexing your mind muscles and you know just being as something who you want to be. And honestly, day in, day out, I see people who are putting that work in, and that really inspires me. So honestly, so you kids, anyone else there, anyone else in the world who's has a passion for it, go uh -huh. for it. So yeah, the whole realm of inspiration comes within everyone else. Uh -huh. so, yeah. What is your major in college? Um, my major in college, in the beginning of time at Bacon College, I was, I wanted to pursue in physical, or sports medicine. Uh -huh. um, I think that was called, uh, I forgot the main title it was, but it was sports medicine. And then, uh -huh. you know, I was pretty open-minded about things, so I kind of switched my degrees, and then I kind of found my groove where what degree I wanted to pursue in. So right now it's currently business management and a brief background about business management. I want to create jobs, build that economic development with running, you know, uh -huh. um, out here on the reservation to help aid the people and make sure like to bring down that unemployed uh, high percentage down and make sure we boost up that uh, employed uh, percentage up. Because, you know, everyone deserves a job and, you know, they have to get by in life. So, yeah, that's mm -hmm. my main goal. What will you do with the degree when you graduate? Honestly, uh, be as proactive with it and mm -hmm. just go so extreme with it and fulfill so many opportunities and just go crazy with it. Because, you know, maybe there's some things that I haven't learned on my end where... I'm going to learn from others at any kind of job site and build more, much more with the foundation of what uh -huh. my degree can provide for other people. And, you know, it just creates that, that mecca, you know. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. honestly, there's always fresh new ideas. So every day, day in, day out, you always, there's something new to learn. So, yeah. Hi, my name is Chase. What is, I have a question. What was the hardest competition you ever faced? Hardest competition, like in running, yes. running. Um, man, there's there's been so many. <laughs> I, I I can't really define the hardest. There's there's been so many. Like I said, I wasn't so much of a as a talent back then. I was just like a mediocre runner, and you know, I just had to fully evolve till now. So I would say uh, the Phoenix Three TV Phoenix Half Marathon. <laughs> that I just recently ran and that was pretty hard you know uh, going stepping into that race round with competing against older guys and they're better they're veterans they're like 30 30 years old and then I'm just a youngster within that uh, realm so you know like I said you know the older they are the stronger they are and you know 
that's the hardest competition, you know. So yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, Kyle. We're about to wrap it up, but thank you for being here. We had a we had a very good talk about what you do. We have some people in the audience that have some questions too. Um, what made you so fast at running? What made me so fast in running? Oh gosh, maybe the the speed of the light. <laughs> so you know, yeah, <laughs> that's my question, uh, my answer there. Oh, thank. My fastest time. Um, sheesh. Uh, back then I wasn't really fast. <laughs> so uh, maybe my fastest time for. Like for the five k, ten k, half marathon, marathon, the full marathon. Uh, just just recently, two forty eight oh eight for twenty six twenty miles. So, I will continue to uh, cut that down and create more goals, and we'll we'll go from there and see what happens. Okay. What was your fastest mile? My fastest mile? Oh, geez, it was ten minutes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it was like about I was I haven't raced a mile since from high school maybe at least uh, four thirty or so. Mm -hmm. But you know I don't think I'm gonna ever go back to the mile because you know that's that's too fast for me. So I'm not oh so fast. Mm -hmm. Thank you for listening. We'll we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you.